As did you, by the way. I'm going to get to that in a second. Good. And then Darren Kale joins us. Coach. Of course, the coach of the men's champion at the Australian Open. Everyone he takes on wins a major. Sinner. Quite extraordinary. The winner. Agassi, Hewitt. So I can't wait to speak to him also on the board. Well, I think he was on the board of Port Adelaide. Not sure if he still is. And then Grant Denyer later on in the show. Deal or no deal? Oh, fair income. Fair income coming up tonight. Grant. All right. So that's a nice show. but uh, No Sharma. Oh, happy birthday, uh, Fat. What, what did we get up to for your 70th yesterday? <laughs> no, we had a big day. Big day, Jimmy boy. Me, Clarkie, Paulie, oh, Roscoe. No, that's that was all. it. No. So you just got your mates and went to the pub. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's it. Well, no, um, just when you're no, 54, it's not a big number, Jim. No, so no one else? No, no tennis? No. no. What's no, the cricket? No Piper Heidsick? Or... <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no toasties? No. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Right, Elsa's birthday yesterday, which we'll talk about yeah, very shortly. Yeah, but yeah. no, it was a good day, but nothing. I went down to Lawn Saturday. Oh, actually, how was that? Lawn's very good. I no, like. Did you go to the new Totties? Maryvale property down there. Yeah, Totties is the restaurant right. down there. Very yeah. nice at the Lawn Hotel. Right. Yeah, it's nice They've there. Done a nice job mm. with it. But very good. Right. Well, highly recommend Totties down right. there. Good. Highly recommend. Did you see Brand? I didn't see Brian. I got down a bit late. Yeah. Mm. And I was going to catch up with Mickey Turner, who's been crook, but going nicely. But I I didn't even catch up with Mickey. So you really went down there and didn't catch up with anyone? (laughs) Caught up with uh, Lucy and uh, Oscar. Right. Yeah. So that was nice for them. Is Robbo down there? He often. Robbo. Often wanders down there. It's pissing down. No, no. It's been good, Robbo. Sun's shining. I think (laughs) he's at Merrick's. Right. Uh, G'day, Rebs. You want to call it, Brian? Oh, Brian. Cohen. Cohen, Brian. Do it, Brian. I see Shemar Joseph comes around the wicket. He slips in a gully, but might be looking to get him out down the leg side. Let's see. A bowl him! He's bowled! What a delivery! That's the end of head! And Joseph busted to a knot as Broadwest and he's right back into this battle. Beautiful. We've got a game on our hands, Dan. We've got a game on our hands. I'm not pissing in your pocket. Oh. That was bloody good commentary. <laughs> it was. So that was Brian ex- Lara. Most excited I've ever heard him, Jim. Thank you, Brian. It, it, well, at the end of the game, yeah. which was incredible, it was, and Shamar yeah. Joseph was amazing, yeah. mm. there's myself and Punda and the great Ian Bishop, and I'm waiting for it. So I'd, yes. I, we called the, the wicket and mm. then just got out of the, the big man's way <laughs> so we could do what he does best. Yes. And he's, he's spoken beautifully about what it means to West Indian cricket and how everyone in the West Indies will still be awake and all the rest of it. Remember and then he said, Shamar Joseph. And I'm sitting there going, oh, come, no. on, come, come on, come on, come on, come on. Remember the name? He's sitting at the, I'm not going there, JB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, remember the That's name. That's what he wanted. <laughs> sure he was going to oh. do it. Anyway, rap, 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 rap. Now on Triple M's Rush Hour. It's back, Jim. Wait, 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 wait. 
It's Billy's All Sports Report. What a huge, big, enormous, large, vast, gigantic, mammoth, immense weekend of sport. Unbelievable. Amazing. Don't know where to start, but we'll start at the cricket. What a great finish. Well done to the West Indians. I tell you what, there was more people supporting West Indy than Australia. (laughs) I'm not sure about that. Deserving winners. A lot of people were going for the West Indies. They were were brilliant. Actually, I thought the way they played, the entertainment they brought, the passion for playing Test cricket, they were superb. And Shamar Joseph, my goodness. What about that? 11.5 overs. Yep. 11.5. No maidens. No. Seven for 68. So he's been belted, but taking wickets. In fact, he was 145 Ks plus for that whole spell. And as rabbits will tell you, it was mm. stinking hot. What Real his, hot. What happened to his toe? He I got thought blown it was broken. Off. No, he, I think off. he just uh, split the, the front of it open, but he mm. would have had a jab in that. 149.6 was one of his deliveries. Yeah. That's quick. He hey, was awesome. Steve Smith, well batted. Yeah, 91 not. He nearly got us home. Exactly. I thought he was going to hit the winning run yeah, to bring too. up 100. Well done. Me too. And our man, Trav, Travis Head. Yeah. A king pair. Well, it's what I said it on air. It's what you get with Trav. He either makes a hundred or that, and th- and we've just got to put up with that because the hundreds he makes wins us games of cricket. Only three Australians have made oh, a king pair. Mm. This is a, this is our mate, by the way. So I wouldn't be back. No, no, I uh, I got something at five oh five. Old Nostradamus <laughs> Brown. <laughs> but, to, <laughs> but to make yeah, things, don't worry. And he saw me out in the middle about that too. Did he? Yeah. It's he said, right. you fat gutted mate, <laughs> moz me. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, hundred percent. What he said. <laughs> Talking about Brian. No, no, no. Talking about you saying he's going to get strangled down the leg side again, which is exactly what happened. No, I can read it. Oh, Ricky God. Ponting S. Oh, hey, uh, make things worse, Jim. The Poms defeated India oh, no. in India in another great test. Well, Just Pope, see, though. It's one of the great innings he played. 190 yep. behind first innings, and yep. Ollie Pope makes 196. Yep. That was see, a, did you watch any of the highlights? Yeah. Unbelievable. What about the scoop? And He's the sw- scooping a spinner. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just nuts. But they the Poms picked four spinners. Yep. Two first so games. open the bowling. I know. No, good on him. Tom, Anytime you win over there is um, credit. Tom Hartley, remember the name. <laughs> Seven for 62 he took, Jim. Feathers. Know. Feathers Hartley. I don't <laughs> know. Ever... Uh, oh, a oh, bit hello. of... Uh, <laughs> bit of NFL. Tay Tay's off to the Super Bowl, yes. Jimmy boy. Kansas City take on the San Fran 49ers. Detroit were going to win, weren't they? I oh, know they were. And, and we got a little Jasper out there, loves his uh, 49ers. Mm. Yeah, they are the best two teams in it. Right. So, a bit that's like good. last year, yeah. Brisbane and uh, Collingwood, that's. It is the best lineup for the Super Bowl. I was hoping Detroit to get in there. They, are the, they were the feel good story. They were. Because they've been rubbish forever. But Tay Tay, right? So the Super Taylor Bowl. Swift, yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. February 11 is the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Feb 11. Mm-hmm. She's in Tokyo, February 10. Oh. She's got to fly back there. Then her first Australian show, MCG, Feb 16. All right. Well, that'll be all right yeah. afterwards, but oh, the, no. the Tokyo be... flight will test her. And the tennis. Well done to Yannick Sinner. Mm-hmm. That was a good win. Mm-hmm. Medvedev. He was playing the best tennis I have ever seen. He was home hosed. Mm. I don't know how he won. We'll ask his coach. Right. Well, he won the last three sets is how he won. I know, but... The, the you want to hear it? Uh, yeah, go what on, we then. got there, right? There it is. Sinner seals the deal with an epic comeback. And he is the Australian Open champion. Well done to him. Uh, the Diamonds won the Netball Nations Cup final. Jim defeated England by 20 in the mm, final. Good. Smashed them. Yep. And the Socceroos won 4-0 over their defeated Indonesia, Jim. So they're oh, through to the quarterfinal. You don't. We'd clamber over Indonesia. <laughs> no, that was a round 16 match. I don't care. No, it was a good win. Right. Quarterfinal now.
And that's a nice rap. Mm. Fine, oh, fine rap because really. look who's out there. Yeah, I can see. It's not the Grant Denyer. You ready for us? It's Grant the... Denyer's later on. Yeah. 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 It's Big Sauce. It is. Big Al. <laughs> big Al who's uh, limping. I'm not sure that was a great rap, actually. <laughs> no, to be honest, but anyway, great for rap. I thought the rap we'll was all great of a throw either. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Straighten up over there. <laughs> oh, come on. We can't have that representing our station. <laughs> The NBL season is heating up. Throwdown 14 is on this Saturday, 8 p.m. Tickets are already sold out, and we are joined by Melbourne Phoenix star, Alan Williams. We're missing our next guest dominating on the court for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Williams has fouled and won. Williams back upstairs and again. But while a dodgy knee is keeping him off the hardwood, it can't keep him out of our studio. Please welcome Alan Big Sauce Williams. Uh, the Sauce is in, hasn't played since round 15, still leads the comp for rebounds. I know. that. Is there anyone else that can rebound? Uh, I'm, I just think I'm that much better oh. at rebounding. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not too on there for sure. No, no that's Sauce, my thing. no Phoenix. No, that's, that's what, what I'm hearing. That simple. Yep. That's what he just told us during the break, didn't you? No, I didn't say that at all. <laughs> no, I, I, got, I got a lot of faith in the squad. We uh, we got an impressive win last week and last round against Sydney at home. And so uh, looking forward to this matchup against United as always. So Jesus, topsy-turvy oh, season. Jim, I'm telling you, I've been talking about this for three weeks. I can't believe it. There's... It's so close. Teams go on these long runs. So Melbourne United through to the finals. Yep. There's three games to go. Mm-hmm. Just if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. just cut in there. For us, uh, there's three or four games depending on which team it is. But yeah, around there. All right, so gotcha. Right. <laughs> and Melbourne United through to the finals. Yes. And Perth. Where remember, have they come from? They were booing Hutchie when he went over there to Perth. Burn his bloody car down. They were. Now. And now, because teams have been going on these winning runs, haven't yeah. they? And then yeah. there's upsets and. It's, it's it's an unbelievable. Season. It's all over the place. I mean, the, the state of basketball in Australia right now is 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 I think the best it's been in recent years, just from the level of competition, the talent around, the fans that are showing up, yeah. and obviously the parity in the league. Like mm. it's it's nuts right now. So who are the best two sides? Uh, is it Perth and Melbourne? I think you got Perth and Melbourne there at the top. Um, they've put themselves ahead. Yeah. Obviously, they're in the finals now, and they have really good, talented, deep rosters. But a team like Sydney, a team like Tassie, a team like Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, if we're able to sneak into the finals, anything can kind of happen because we've all beat up on each other so much throughout the year. So, Have we spoken to Source since we went to the basketball? Uh, yeah, so we yes. were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he was heckling people yeah, from the seats yeah, on sure. the top of the court. Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys had the the, the, the fly like courtside seats. Yeah. The Reebok uh, influencers, time celebrities, seats. big time. Celebrities. But you're not you're not meant to heckle p- players from there, are you? Like you or know, coaches or coaches. Oh man, boobs. What's his name? The Brisbane <laughs> coach. I, I, I think I think fans nowadays are, are are very much more vocal and active. I remember sitting in Perth and there was somebody behind us and he was just heckling us the whole time. So I think it's an appropriate thing to yes, do. I don't yes. necessarily love it, but at the end of the day, if it helps your team win, do you It know. was all nice. Yeah. Yelled out to old mate. Yeah. Well, Lowy, and he spun around and looked at Scal. What? <laughs> He'll stand on his own. Oh, Rob Lowe, that's yeah, right. I know, we've got lots to discuss with you, Source, but I know you love your NFL. Yes. 49ers, oh. Chiefs. What are I, you thinking? I got the Chiefs because I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's, his dominance in this league the last six years or so has just been tremendous. I'm excited to see it. Obviously, the 49ers, 49ers are our storied franchise. And the crazy thing is, 49ers Bay Area team – and the Chiefs and AFC West team are playing in the Raiders' home mm, field. No. So I know Raider fan out there are, are all sick around the, the U.S. and around the world. So. We, have, I've had enough of the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. He's been so really? good, but Is I don't need him winning again. Fourth yeah. granny? 
Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Fifth in the last four years for yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yep. So you're mm. tired of it already. I'm tired of him. I don't think they're going anywhere. You think they're <laughs> I don't think they're going anywhere. I think if it ain't this year, it'll be next year or the year after that. Because as long as they have Patrick Mahomes, they have a chance. Well, Detroit were my favorite yeah. going in. Well, yeah. going the in the playoffs, of course, my Browns. I uh, told you we uh, were in the playoffs. Uh, you were there. You were there. You were there. <laughs> and then the worst game of the season we <laughs> yeah. played in the it bloody playoffs. Embarrassing. But the Lions have been so poxy for so long. Mm-hmm. I hope that they could get through. Them mm-hmm. and the Bills. Yeah, it was close, too. Like, there you start, start the game, it was close, and they were ahead. And then all of a sudden, it just snapped. Mm-hmm. And All right, so, so I've got a story for you. And you're going to enjoy this. All right. I'm in Brisbane last night calling the test match, which finished. At the Unbelievable Gabba. test match at the, at the Gabba. Gabba. Did you watch finish. it? I didn't watch it, but I saw the highlights. Obviously, it's been everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. incredible. So if that finishes, I've got a choice. I can either stay in Brisbane and fly back today, or I could get the 8 o'clock last flight out and fly back last night. Mm-hmm. Just as I'm getting ready to fly out, a mate of mine who Rabs has met, who owns a magnificent restaurant up there, says, what are you doing around 8 o'clock? I said, I think we'll just be taxiing out. <laughs> he goes, that's a shame. You should have dropped in and had a beer. And if I was there, I would happily have. Yeah. I said, oh, well, sorry, mate. I can't get there. I'm, uh, I'm flying out. Why? He said, because Tom Brady is oh, coming into our restaurant. Goodness. And we're going to have about half an hour before he's going to have an official table. So we've got a quiet area to have a beer with him, and you are very welcome to come and join and say hello. So what did you do? I get home. You went home to and, see Lisa. And, and I'm, uh, my wife's still up because she loves the tennis. Uh-huh. I said, darling, <laughs> I am here with you mm. and not at a table with Tom Brady. That's love. That's love Source. and commitment right there. That is the true no, test of love. Stupid. He can't say that part, though. I don't think oh, she knew that. Seven-time Super Bowl <laughs> winning quarterback. Oh, and I'm... Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I thought you should have had a parachute. That's why you always got to travel with a parachute. You can just jump out just the plane. Just jump out. Land, <laughs> float your way down to dinner. That would be amazing. Would you love to meet Tom Brady? Absolutely. I heard he was here in Melbourne. They did yeah. an event, and I was... Kind of sad I didn't get the invite to that, but I think we had a game that day, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that's why I got lost in the mail. What would you talk about? Like, I don't know. I'm a fan. Like, great basketball, or I'm come and watch me. Yeah, not even that. <laughs> I would be like, I'm a huge fan. Can you like teach me how to be the greatest of all time? Like, just try to pick his brain or <laughs> or get something from him, and definitely get a couple selfies to throw oh, on yeah, the ground. Yeah, yeah. That would be that would be, fire. Uh, be fire. So that's given me surely enough points. Yeah, yes. for, like, ever for sure. That's ever. I no, mean, the invite think, just alone to be in that thought is like... No, I think they last a week. A week? Uh, a one week. <laughs> so you got a week. <laughs> I'd have a big Surely. week this week. I'd get on the frothies, have a big one, get the boys. Because <laughs> I reckon I'll last a week and then bang, you're done. All right. We're yeah. going to take a little break with mm. our great oh. mate, uh, the big sauce, because we've got something coming up. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Oh. And we talked about him yesterday. We did. How was that come all about? <laughs> The star of the South East Melbourne Phoenix big source, Alan Williams, is stuck around ahead of Throwdown 14 this Saturday, 8 p.m., JB. All right, so uh, we've had our man, old 70-year-old Brownless. Uh, not 70, Jim. 54. Late 60s. Mm, 54 birthday yesterday, the 28th of January. Right. You, you just went to the pub with about four of your mates yeah, and, and gambled. and drank. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty much That's it. an Aussie thing to do. Yeah, not I really. would have thought. Not really. Yeah. So I Had didn't know chicken this wings until I You're 56, sat down. by the way. You're not 54. No, he's 57. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sat down today to get myself ready for the sauce. Oh, yes, you're preparing, were you? Preparing. You didn't know I he was coming in until 10 minutes I didn't ago. know that yesterday yeah. is also Sauce's birthday. Happy hey! How good's that? Happy it's a great day. I think he's a bit younger. Oh, look, saucy. Oh, That's for you, saucy. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, 
beautiful oh, cake that for the school. That's a questionable right. looking cake there, Ron. What is that? <laughs> sticky date that looks like a turd. Oh, <laughs> sticky date. Sticky date. Looks, thank you, Hose. Looks like a turd. Sticky date. Happy birthday, yeah. Sauce. Because wow. you do love your sweets. I definitely do. And I love sticky date. Yeah. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Dale. All right. What age were we, please? 31. 31? Yeah. Ooh. So you're getting up there. You are. 30 years she's younger than fat. No, it looks like it too. <laughs> it it looks every one of those years. Yeah. Are we going to blow these up? Uh, yes, you don't are. put your saliva on there. Right? <laughs> well done. <laughs> two left. I've got to kiss Hose and Jasper. <laughs> what, what did we do yesterday, yes, please? I uh, went to College Lawn in Pran. I had, oh, yeah, I had my my family in town. My mom and dad were in town. My uncle was in town, and so had a couple of guys pull up. Myself, my wife, and we just hung out. I had a Parma. And I watched the rest of the NBL, the Sydney-Melbourne game, and then I I watched a little bit of the tennis before I went home and watched the finishing of the tennis, and so it was great. Well done. Cool vibes. Great day in Melbourne. Yeah. Sunny out, and so you you can't waste those. Good Good public. Great 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 spot. Great spot. If you went in the public bar, pickers would have been there. He would have been. (laughs) Or outside of an... Or (laughs) Barrett's. They normally go there. Hey, now, last week, and happy birthday, and we'll have the cake in a minute, we're talking about Wilt the Stilt Chamber. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. He scored a hundred points one game. That is mm-hmm. unbelievable, man. Unreal. We're talking about that. Like how how he was must have been a superstar. Yeah, no, I mean hundred points in that era where you're having probably twenty to thirty less possessions in a game. Jeez. Today's game is so yeah. much faster. There's more shots being shot up, more threes. He did that. No three point line. A bunch of free throws and just dominating. Right. So it's. it's Star. Well, Kobe had 80, didn't he? Yeah. 81 in a yeah. different era, which yeah. was still tough. And now you're seeing guys get 70 every yeah. week. Mm. Yeah. It's insane. No, it's, it's insane. Yeah. And the stilt went all right. Yeah, off the, the game finished oh, as well. Yeah, he's the man. Like, what is it? Like twenty thousand? That's what he. That's what. That's what the rumor points. is. So, points. No, not points. Not points. <laughs> not points. And yeah. so LeBron has just been chosen for the All Star NBA team for the twentieth time. Wow. Oh, twenty. Yeah. We're we're so fortunate to still be able to have him in the NBA and still be around in sports just because we're getting to witness greatness. Like, mm. how long is this run going to go? He's 39. He'll be 40 at the end of this year. Still looks good. And he? he still looks yeah, good. He's yeah. still a top 10 player yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. And so it's just, it's it's so much fun. I got to grow up on LeBron and watch yeah. him. So it's, it's cool to see that. Is he your number one? Yeah, my number one. Yeah. He's my goat for yeah. sure. Yeah. MJ's amazing. Don't, don't knock me wrong. No, but no. Uh, LeBron's the guy. And what were you doing at the tennis with Novak? <sighs> A night with yeah. Novak. So his foundation did something with Tennis Australia and the Australian Open and to raise money and awareness for his charities. And it was myself, Peter Bowl, um, okay. mm. Georgia gymnast, Steve Smith, the uh, the cricketer. Jeez. It was some it was some superstars. And obviously Novak. And so I'm out there shooting baskets with him, teaching him how to dunk. And <laughs> it's just – it's a crazy night. He's an amazing person. So charismatic. Obviously loves Australia and performs well here. Didn't get the win. But mm. uh, it was a great – it was a great experience. Oh, how good's that? Steve Smith got the serve back. Yeah, oh, he's the only that. one. Yeah. Blocked it, but it still went yeah. back into court. How did you go? Was it too much kick or spin? It, it was literally the first time I ever held a tennis racket. Oh. So I had no idea what was going on. My wife's sitting over there. She's like, you got to do it like this. Because she played growing up a yeah. little bit. And I was you just like, oh, let me like just this. not miss it and fall over. And so I, I, got my, I got my racket on it. So I was pretty happy with it. Who went to the tennis? I did. I was on court. Court Ooh, side. Wow. Piper. She had a bit of company. Big yeah. bag. Oh. Sauce, did you see that? No, no sauce. Didn't see it. No, I didn't see it. Who's it? No, no. He had a date. Oh, yeah. Mm. Who was it? Graham. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Got papped. Lindsay. Got papped. He got papped yeah. eating. That won't surprise you, Sauce. <laughs> oh, my papped. goodness. Yeah. No, but I, I do think that, that the Australian Open was an amazing experience. Yeah. We ended up going night one as well. Did, like, the rock pool experience and mm. got oh, to see nice. the game. And Ooh. so it's just it's, it's one of the best sporting events that I've ever been to in my life. And so I, I, I revel at the opportunity to go every single year yeah. I'm here in Australia. So. Now, any new coffee shops? Where are we at now? A place yeah. called Yucca in Turak, oh. right off of um Chuak Road there above the village. It's a new spot that I yeah. I think it's been around for a while, but it's the first time I've tried it. Coffee amazing, food amazing. Good. Cause and you're chasing banana bread. Banana bread, yeah, yes. last yes. time. I'm still looking around for it. Yeah. I've, I've had some good ones. Um there's a place called the Mammoth Cafe, which is like Mammoth. right in in, in Turak as well. Mm-hmm. They make a pretty good banana bread. So I'm I'm oh, always good. looking for that. I made my own too. Yep. I made my own. It didn't turn out right. I didn't get, get the consistency. It wasn't moist enough. Put, <laughs> well, it wasn't try. moist enough. Yeah, it wasn't moist enough. <laughs> look at the idiot head on it. Yeah, look at him. It was, it was real dry bread. Did, did you real put bananas dry. in it? I, I, did, I did put bananas <laughs> in it, but I don't think they were they weren't ripe enough. They weren't brown enough. Yeah, 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 what's they, wrong with this? Ooh, yeah. no bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just bread. <laughs> so the knee is about two or three weeks away, and then yeah, you're yeah, all yeah. good. And then I should be all good. I'm, I'm excited for the opportunity to come back and um, continue to rehab and, and hopefully try to get in. And if we make it to the finals, I'll be there with my guys. And so. if you if you don't make it, back to the States? Back, yeah, right, back okay. to the States, off-season, training regiment, and then getting ready for next and August. And where in the States? Phoenix? Phoenix, yeah, that's oh, home. Yeah. It'll be nice, too, when I get back in late Feb, early March. Weather's going to be perfect before it gets too hot. And so it'll awesome, be spring. Awesome golf in Phoenix. Awesome golf. I would I'm out love there. To go and play. I'm out there. Yeah. Come out. They reckon, it's, no, Rabs, they reckon mm. the golf in Phoenix is waste management open. Phenomenal. Waste management open. Well, yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> you would love it. Yeah. You would absolutely love it. I wouldn't play golf. Party. No, 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 it's a party. It's a party. party. It's a party yeah. on, the, on the 16th hole. Yeah. Just, well, they throw things. Oh, yeah. Someone got a hole in one. Yeah. Exactly. It's good. Great to see you, mate. Good luck for having me. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. You as well. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Just the gift that keeps giving. You've been mm. on the road doing the cricket. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been focusing hard enough on your role since you've been back? So this is not not your fault. This is not oh. a me issue. Right. Oh, right. But there not were some technical issue. issues, and we weren't on the listener app or Triple M Melbourne for the first hey, ten minutes. The, Triple the, M Melbourne. The only thing. The only thing you missed was a subpar rappy from Bill. It was a good rap. The no, cricket, not really. NFL, tennis wrapped it up like a nice sponge. See, that's what confirms what you didn't miss. Now, rabbits. Yes. So 105.1. So in other words, people in their cars driving along, Mm. going triple M, Mm. the appointment's four o'clock, I want to hear the boys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nothing was coming out of the speakers. what was coming out? I believe in uh, white noise. (laughs) What? Or backing tape. Yeah. What the hell? Whose fault is it? I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Well, let's get to the bottom of it anyway. Hose? (laughs) <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but we're back and uh, you heard Big Source Williams. That was good. Oh, that's good. One of our best interviews. Yeah. Mm. You did a tour today, Bill. I did. Mm. Do you want to talk about it now? Yeah, let's oh. go. <laughs> uh, no, today I went down yes. to Cadenia Park, GMHBA Stadium, mm-hmm. and did a tour of the new uh, grandstand. Magnificent. Mm-hmm. That It is Unbelievable. Well, it won't be. It will be. Mm. And there's all the skate park. I a think lot is, of uh, Todd from Barnheads call it. A lot of seating, obviously, yes. but also a lot of standing area because what the number one feedback they got from the supporters and members was that they like to stand. A lot of people. So there's a nice little bay there where you stand. I like that. Is I like it finished. That. Yep. 
<laughs> right, go there again. Is it finished? Yes, Jim. So by the time Just the first of... game happens at yeah, Cardinia yeah. Park, St Kilda stand will be finished. St Kilda, Saturday night. 40,000 will be there. Just a bit of landscaping issues. Oh. We'll just get... That's okay. Oh, the God. building. We're still not finished. No, the building itself is done. Ready to go. Ready to get ticked off. Beautiful big rooms. I tell you what, the uh, opposition sides will be happy. Oh, what, you're finally looking after them. Brand new change rooms. And they get a kick-up area too where they so get. So they bloody should. Exactly. Coaches have still got to go over to the wing there. So opposition <laughs> fans yeah, more, more than one bay in the pocket. they got one of those standing areas. That's it. They just have that. No, Jim. they got a, they got plenty more seats. It's 40,000. So it's be are 40, the standing then. areas deliberate or do you run out of seats? No, no, honestly. No. That was the feedback from the supporters and members. They no. wanted the stand. So it's not finished. It is That's ex- we're a year and a half <laughs> into building, two years into building, and it's still not I'll finished. Tell you what else looks good: the cricket club. No, we see the cricket was good down there too. Mm. The covers, yeah. <laughs> oh, new I drive boxes all the, for the way cricket. down there, yeah, to call a big bash game where you haven't even put the covers on properly, that was and it a... lasted five overs. No, old knackers forgot to <laughs> put the covers on. <laughs> old knackers. Yeah. Yeah. He was in charge of the I start of the show off. too. I think oh, old knackers. Oh, they blew off. <laughs> They blew off. Oh, of course they did. So the white noise was at the living end we had playing. Yeah, it must have been. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> what, okay, what a play, six times. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever right. 15 minutes oh. worth is. Fix it up. Come on, yeah, it's, no, it's fixed. It's fixed. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Champions League, Real Madrid. They have won their 14th time the Champions League. <laughs> Australian coaching extraordinaire in the tennis, Darren Cahill, got it done again last night when Yannick Sinner won the AO. Our next guest has coached Lazen Hewitt, Andre Agassi and Simona Halep to Grand Slam titles and world number one status. And last night, his newest student just took home his first Grand Slam. Sinner seals the deal with an epic comeback. The Australian Open champion. Please welcome Darren Cahill. The best, fat, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. The best coach in the game. His resume is extraordinary. Himself a fine player, of course. Semi finals at the US Open. Uh, magnificent doubles player. Joins us now. Keller, welcome to you. Uh, good afternoon, James. Actually, my wife thinks you're the best commentator in the game. Oh, here right we next go. To me here. We're sitting right next to me here in the Qantas. Now, actually, she's blushing a little bit as I said that as well. <laughs> she and I sat How and watched you, your you, charge win. It's Leighton Hewitt many, many years ago. Yeah. Watch, uh, won the quarterfinal at Wimbledon, and we had a bloody good time together. She's well, a beautiful you lady, your wife. Actually, you know how the world turns full circle. Leighton actually warmed up Yannick Sinner for his final last night, which was amazing. So to stand on the court... With Rusty, putting him through the paces, getting him ready for that match last night. It was like a blast from the past. So it was wonderful. Hey, wh- how were you thinking after the second set was completed? What 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 was the coach thinking? Uh, we were a little bit worried, clearly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the way that Medvedev started, we knew he was going to start aggressively. He's been to hell and back with the amount of time that he spent on court throughout the Australian Open. So we knew physically he was going to be a bit tired and we knew he had to play aggressively. But we did not expect him to play at that level for oh. so long. And he was just playing out of his mind. So there was a bit of panic in, in our games and certainly a bit of worry in Yannick as well. But it, it changed a little bit at 5-1 in the second set. And Yannick got that break of serve and actually had a break point to get back on serve in the second set. He didn't get it. He lost the set 6-3. But there was just that small little window uh, where you could tell that Medvedev was just starting to slow down. 
And as long as he held his serve the early game to the third set, which is always a big worry because if you give him a quick break in the third set, he's serving well enough just to serve his way to victory. So he played some really good service games early in the third set. And once he got to three all, four all, we, we still knew that he was in with a real chance. Can you say much to him, Dazzling? Because uh, I sat courtside and yeah. I was listening. <laughs> uh, and then you can't really say too many words. So what do you do as a coach? Well, so coaching is legal now in tennis. It never used to be legal. The last couple of years, we are able to talk to the player about tactics or give an emotional pep-up speech or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. But it's more difficult than people think because you yeah. can only get their attention for about five or ten seconds. And most of the time, because the crowd noise is so loud, they yeah. have trouble hearing you anyway. So we end up screaming what we need to scream down to the court so the player can hear. So normally... If the player, the opposition player, takes a medical timeout or leaves the court, Uh, our player can come across to us and then you can have a normal conversation. But beyond that, it's only a few words here and there. I saw a photo of uh, your uh, former world number one uh, major winner and great mate Andre Agassi out on the court with yourself and Yannick. I assume that was pre the final? Well, I think it was maybe oh, second or th- first week, so maybe second or third day he came down. He was doing a bit of stuff. I, I think he had a couple of sponsor opportunities down there. And what did he and say so, to Yannick? Because he would have loved, the young fellow would have loved oh, Andre Agassi on the court. That. Yeah. yeah, so Andre's been a fan of Yannick's from afar for many, many years, and he was a bit surprised with how tall he was. So Yannick's <laughs> listed at 6'2", but he's actually closer to 6'4". Jeez. And he's put and he's put on a lot of weight since since Andre saw him last. So he was a bit shocked by how much he'd filled out and how tall he was. And that's where a lot of the power comes from. He's a lanky guy and he hits the ball as hard as anyone. He's maybe the best ball striker in the game. And not dissimilar to the way Andre hit the ball, actually, back in his prime. So, you know, he then had a few words down there. He's been a real fan. He's actually spent a lot of time working with Sebastian Corder, who's a young American mm. player. So Corder has actually played Sinner a couple of times. And Corder has actually beaten Sinner as well. So... These two guys have grown up together, so he's always kept a close eye on Yannick. And one of the first text messages I got after the final was from Andre. Mm. So, yeah, he was as pumped as anyone. Uh, he's lost the uh, old locks too, hasn't he? Um, Andre? Been bald for yeah. a very long time. Hey, long did time. I see Choco Williams <laughs> in the box? Hey, Choco is a he's a stable member of our coaching team. There, he comes to every round. I think he missed training a couple of days. I'm not sure the Melbourne people were too happy with him, but he just walked down in training and said he's going to the tennis. I think Christian Petraka was there as well. I didn't get to see him, but I heard he was there, and I heard he was a big fan of Yannick's as well. So unfortunately, we didn't get a chance for the two guys to meet. But Choco was part of the coaching yeah. team. He was in the box for every all seven matches. Good well, on of him. course, the Kale name synonymous with, with the uh, – He was stressing Adelaide. us out too. He was yelling at me a couple of times during the match to fire up and get in Yannick's ear as yeah. well. So the, the coach never leaves the coach, does no, he? he loves to be involved. Oh, no. And he now yourself, you were a director at Port Adelaide still or is with Yannick no, no. Sinner if you had to hand that uh, back? Yeah, no, I stepped away from that maybe a year and a half ago simply because I'm on the road now 35, 40 weeks of the year, so I'm never around. And, m- and my role at Port Adelaide was really to be a connector between the board and the, the playing group, the, the football department. So you need to be on the ground there at training and you need to be around the place to have a, a good effective influence. And because I was travelling so much, they're better off getting somebody else to do that. But I thoroughly love my time there. You know, I love that club. And uh, they nearly got there last year mm. and certainly have a great chance this year, I think. Very good coach, and Ken Hinckley. Hey, a couple of questions for you, Darren Carl. What was the envelope Craig Tiley handed you just uh, after the match? What was that envelope? 
So there's a trophy that goes to the coaches. So uh-huh. because there's two coaches that look after Yannick, we have to get a replica made for the second one. And the other one was firstly just a little pamphlet saying congratulations. Oh. Uh, there was also a check for ten grand oh. in there. So the winning coach or coaches get ten grand as a little oh, prize and reward. Yeah, so well, it was great. Did the players like the party court? No. Right. Absolutely not. That was one of the things that the players didn't embrace. And I think they tried a few things at the Aussie Open with moving around after one game where the public could come in and yeah. actually thought that held up play more than it helped play because it was a bit tough to serve when you throw the ball up and you've got people moving around right behind the court. I think it's fine for the sides of the court, but right behind the court it's a bit tough. Yeah. But the party court no, didn't work as right. well as I think it would in tennis because there was just too much noise. And they're trying to speed up the game, so they're going to get rid of let. So you just play on. Do you like that idea? Okay. Uh, no. Right. No, I don't like that one either. But, but I understand why they're trying to do it. They do do it in college tennis. In yeah. college tennis in the US, uh, they play lets, and it does speed the game along quite nicely. I wouldn't be for that. I think there are other ways to speed up the game, but no, I think I'm more traditionalist and yeah. keep keep the game as it is. Yeah, I remember having a chat to you about winning a tournament and you said one of the weirdest parts about winning a tennis tournament is when you have, all the rest of the players have already split oh, gone and you're out, basically yeah. partying on your own. Is that what happened with Yannick? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got plenty of mates around that we were able to enjoy it last night. And one of the things with the Aussie Open, because you start at 7.30, you don't finish the match until 11.30 if it goes five sets and then when you finish with everything that he's got to do we actually didn't see him we saw him briefly after the match and then when the media got a hold of him we didn't see him until three o'clock in the morning this morning so we got to spend two or three hours at the crown casino with him which was great so we didn't get to bed until about six or seven this morning but um yeah it's a long tough process it's enjoyable because he's won obviously but yeah uh, yeah, it's about two or three hours where you got to go around to all the media outlets and do all the stuff for the media Mm. Love it. And would have found a nice Italian joint, I reckon. Are we, yeah, we did. We ate well. We drank well. And actually, he's been visiting the Crown Casino and having a little dabble at Blackjack oh. what, every, every second night there, just as a tradition. Bets a couple of hundred bucks, win or lose. And uh, he's been winning every single night. And can you believe it? Last night, he actually lost. So oh. he, he, <laughs> his luck finally ran out after the final. So a good time for him to leave. Mate, exactly. congratulations. Yeah, well Success done. just follows you. Another major yes. winner. Uh, so tell Victoria she's got outstanding taste. <laughs> she has. She has. Now, he's a good young lad, Yannick, and he's got his feet on the ground. You'd love him. He's got a lot of Australian in him with his humour and the way he goes about things. He's raised well. His parents are great. So you would enjoy his company. He's a, he's a good kid. Well yeah. done. Well great done. chatting always. Beauty, guys. Cheers. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. What you are is a bull artist. <laughs> right now at 5.06, it's time for... On Triple M's Rush Hour, this is Bizarre. It's Billy's look at the weird side of footy and other stuff. Very good today, Jim. Well, you haven't done it yet. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'll get it right this week. We Come just on, needed then, a little no. uh, warm up last week. Wasn't Jimmy great Boy. last week. No. Before we get into the top five, we've got an honourable mention. Ooh. We had Travis Head in last week on That's the good. show on Wednesday, and old Nostra, Nostra Brownless. All right, Trav. Kenny. I'll see you out in the middle tomorrow. Good luck, big test match. The pink ball at the Gabba. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Don't get caught behind down leg side. <laughs> oh, I won't. <laughs> Famous oh, so last words. You just mozzed him. No, he said, Our I man. won't. So what happened at the Gabba? Female Roach around the wicket to the left hand to full down the leg side. And oh, that's out. He hasn't hit it, has he? He hasn't hit it. He has. He's got a little nick down the leg side. 
Travis Head is gone. Fat. Yes. Thank you. You know the last four <laughs> balls he's faced at the Gabba? Yes. He's been out. Last four? Last four balls. So he's got a golden duck in the second yeah. innings? In the second in the innings the after making, I think he made 90, 70, 70 80 something, or something. Yeah. So yeah. 70, golden duck, golden duck, golden duck. Golden golden duck. duck. Yep. Ooh, a row. One of them was because of you. <laughs> no, so, yeah, he walked up to me and he said, you know, fat guts was me. So I had forgotten. I said, yes, he yes, bloody did. Yes. I just know me. I'm a bit no, like Ricky. No, you don't. Just you call don't me Ricky. anything. Uh, time now for... What's at number five, fat? Number five. Matea Apavon. Oh, no, no, no. Nothing no. like it. Became the first Frenchman. <laughs> Matea. What I love is when he doesn't quite know a French name, he puts an R in the middle. Yeah, of yeah. It. It's just Matthew. As if that helps him get it out. Yeah, it's Matthew. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Pavon. <laughs> become the first Frenchman to win a PGA Tour title, Jim. Yes. Event uh, on the weekend in California. Have yep. a, now, just before you Tory go to this. Tory Pines. <laughs> Tory Pines. Before, this is not us, right? This is legit celebration. Allez, avance. Avance. Oui, 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 oui. I thought it was Maddie and Onion and Rose getting oh, together yeah. again. Oh, and doing oui, the oui. Oui, oui. Oh. You got the audio of him flying over to Tory Pines. Oh, no. Sacre bleu. Oui, oui. Merde. Oh, that's my favourite one. Uh-huh. So you were meant to throw to that? No, I didn't know we had that. I wasn't oh. going to go down that track again. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Next. How about number four, Bins? I'm not going to be here because um, Kevin Hodge. Is that his name, the West Indian? Ke- Kevin. Kevin Hodge. Kevin. Kevin Hodge. He, uh, he got hit in the nuts. Kevin Hodge facing. Strike him right in the pill bag. <laughs> oh, you can't be he, doing he that. Shouldered arms and it's hit his pills. It's... Look at Lino. Lino oh. knows it too. He spread eagled in front oh. of the ball, oh, JB. Oh, have a look at that. I've Just never seen this. Opened himself up. Oh no! Right in the nurry bag. Oh, it's like he intentionally put it, oh, put it in front no. of him. Fat. <laughs> He let the ball go and it hit him right in the... Oh, I heard it, Jim. You don't see that. Well, you don't have to keep saying right in the nose. Well, because we were watching the, the... pills. We were watching the KFC replay screen. Oh. <laughs> so that was A, but also later on he had a bit of fun because uh, Alex Carey, did they hit the bail? Mm, Actually, yes. he rotated yeah, the bail. And old uh, Kevin... Kevin. Kevin got on the stump mic. TV umpire to director, we have a review for bail change. <laughs> TV umpire to director. TV umpire to director. We have a review for bail change. Give me your best bail angle. <laughs> it seems like a fair bail. <laughs> See, they had some fun out in the field, oh, didn't they? He was They're a classic. Who did he the had flip? about four goes at the uh, stump mic. <laughs> Who did the flip? Uh, that's uh, Kevin Sinclair. Oh, Sinclair. Uh, Sinclair. Sinclair, yeah. No, he's famous for it in the CPL. Oh, what about that? That was a perfect yeah, flip. Yeah, unbelievable. It was unbelievable. So well done to the West no, Indies. Oh, great. We did. What's at number three, Coco? We all love Elisa Healy. Yes. The way she plays the game. Oh, I don't believe you're going here. Women's cricket. And gets, this is not a probes. Well, I think it is because it, it's okay. If we go with Stokesy, we're allowed to go with oh. Elisa. Oh, right in the badge. 
Thank you, Elisa. If only there was an earpiece back to Mitch. <laughs> oh, dear. I wonder if Perth Mooney heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she might be asking for stuff mics to be removed in the future. <laughs> Ice that later. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> Fat. What? I'm not sure that we can be going with that well, stuff. Why can't we? I just don't think we should be... Oh, right in the veg. <laughs> I thought you were putting Stokesies Which in there. reminded us <laughs> of right. this. Oh, and the dick! <laughs> so it's equal opportunity. Yeah, it's equal, equal opportunity. opportunity. You reckon? Yeah. Good for the goose, good oh, for the gander, Jim. Oh that's God. what I... That's, I'm distancing myself. I like... The... Good on Elise for nah, saying she that. Is that's, champion, that's, she is a champion. She is. And uh, it hit her. <laughs> Give us number two, Smack. Oh, Craig. Craig wasn't happy. Craig. 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 You got to say it properly. Yeah, how do you say it? Craig. Craig. Uh, Craig. Uh, Breakaway. <laughs> After the game, of course, the captain of the West Indies, mm. he wasn't happy with uh, Rodney Hogg. We saw plenty of belief in this team, and, and that's exactly what you asked for at the start of this series. How proud are you as a captain? Um, extremely proud. Um, I must say, we had two words, you know, that inspired us in this test match. Mr. Rodney Hogg said we're pathetic and hopeless. So my, so, so that was our inspiration. We wanted to show the world we're not pathetic. And I must ask him, are these muscles big enough for him? Hoggy. A bit of venom in that. You know, Hoggy used to write for the truth. Yes, yes he did. And uh, he, he, said, he said uh, that uh, this young man who's just started his uh, career yeah. with Australia and took none for 170, Shane Warne, is going to take 500 test wickets. (laughs) And the boss called him into his office when the paper went to print and said, we can't have this crap. (laughs) That's the end of you. (laughs) Sacked him. Oh, well, he ended up taking 700 It was 200 wickets. off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's actually a very good man. I didn't hear what he said, but I, mm. I'm a fan of Rodney Hogg's good no, man. I like, I've done a couple of sporties. Yeah, no, he's quality. And you know, dry, when he's, dry it, delivery. I know I've made it in Australian sport when uh, they say, they put the paper under the arm, yeah. they say, I'm going yeah. for a Rodney Hogg. That rhyming slang. <laughs> Righto. What do you got at number one, Bill? Oh, number one. What about Finchy, right? Finchy. What Finchy. about this story with Finches? Mm-hmm. Uh, love him as a cricketer and he goes sleepwalking. Oh, right in the bat. Oh, oh, no. oh, <laughs> you haven't been at your best today, Rabs. <laughs> so Justin Langer woke up at 12.03. He looks over to his right and he sees a, another human being in his room. What? And he puts the light on. And there's Aaron Finch, naked, getting what? into his bed. <laughs> oh, no! And he says, what the hell are you doing? And he goes, and Finch goes, well, what are you doing? I'm getting into my bed. He goes, mate, you're in my room. So I'm just staying right? across, across the hallway from yeah. JL. Right. I've obviously got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, yep. and walked out the front door accidentally. Oh, lights off. Lights off, just walked out the front door, closed behind, and I, I, I do sleepwalk, I'll, I'll give you that. Are you nude? I had undies on. So, so you're in the so, corridor in your Reg Grundies. Yes. But how did he get into Justin so, Langer's so we, room? Well, this is the next question. Well, we worked out. Yeah. JL's door wasn't closed. So I've... So you just wandered in? Just wandered in. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. <laughs> I did that in Sydney once. Got I didn't in wander with JL. into anyone's room. Oh. But I went uh, in the middle Outside, of the night with yeah. nothing on to have mm. a wee. Oh. And I went out the front door yeah. rather than into the bathroom. And door. it locked? And it locked. Well, what, and Bill, it's no like up past, seen it, up past two in the morning. Mm. So thankfully they'd abandoned one of those carts that have all the linen on. Oh. 
uh, that was sitting in there, so I was able to walk down the corridor and grab a towel off that and then go down to reception. You didn't need it. And towel. the lady looked at me and said, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> so I've locked myself out of my room. Oh, boys, come here, have a look at this. You can't see so it. So I'm saying to Finchie, I have done that exact same yeah. thing. I didn't but walk into someone else's room. how does he get into JL's room? Well, he thought that was his room, so he no, just walked back in. It's got to be locked. JL's no, room. No, I don't know what happened. How does he get in there? Oh, yeah, I don't know what Then he gets there. into bed with him. Well, he thought it was his room, so he's thinking, well, it's my bed and my Room, I'll just get I'm back not, into bed. I'm not taking. He just it. walked. He went across the corridor rather than back. I'm not accepting that. There's a lot of questions there. No, there aren't. Uh, that was a good one. Not mm. really. Triple M's rush hour with JB and Billy. You've been uh, following the uh, Giro G- D'Italia. <laughs> so I wasn't with this ragtag mob of blokes. This is up in Brisbane. In Brisbane. Yeah. After one of the test match nights. Yes. Because a day-night day, test match, you're not out of there till 10 o'clock. Yep. So by the time you get to any bar, they're nearly bloody shut, especially in Brisbane. Mm. But Nothing who was? Stays open. Who was there? Well, it was all of the backroom staff for Triple M Cricket. Did oh. you have any of the commentators with yeah, you? Yeah, Hads was there, Gus was there, Ferg was there, and Dan was there. So a few of them. So oh. what happened? So we were sitting in the hotel lobby. I won't say what hotel it was. And we can talk about this because no one was seriously hurt. And it's also been in the news. And it's been in the news. And uh, we were all just sitting around and we just hear this big bang. And we didn't, no one's ever heard a gunshot really Mm. before. So we didn't think it was anything. And then we heard another one. We thought, oh, hang on. That's actual guns. A shotgun. Shotgun being fired. Wow. At the kebab shop 50 metres down the road. Oh. Then we saw, heard tyre screech, car door open, gunman. Was going to go again, and then the car drove off. They decided not to shooting, and I don't know why. Drive by shooting. Drive by shooting. Um, so at that time, Gus was already in the elevator. He had Gone. Two, he had no, two, well, this was my question. He had two random. He had two randoms with him. What was your question? What, well, who would have stood up? Yes, among this group. I don't reckon it's smart to stand up in this situation. No, well, in other words, who exited first? Yeah, first, yes. And, and so right. on, at Warland, first off. Yeah, uh, a name that's probably going to surprise you. B Hadden. Right. Gone. I think he went that quick. There was that little puff of smoke <laughs> in Vapor his trail. Yeah, and he was also in the elevator. He left his phone down there. No. He left his beer. Everything. Just took off. Just took off. The rest of us. Fruby was hiding behind a chair, yeah. sort of reaching yeah. over it. Yeah. Um, well, then, see, Ganane talks a big game, mm. and, and anyone who tells you they're courageous yeah. often isn't. That's right. So I would imagine he'd have split well, pretty. Well, most quick. of most of the guys sort of just stood up like it was an inconvenience and thought, oh, we better actually huddle yeah. over near the elevator, which we did. Uh, Ethan, a part of that, Dan. And then uh, Ferg and I grabbed our glass of Chardonnay and sort of stood up. And Chardonnay. Chardonnay. And uh, wa- oh, walked geez. over there. <laughs> All right. So there was one bloke. And there was one. Who went the other way. Mm. One bloke. One. Jace Taylor. Big Jace. Big Jace. Went and got a kebab. guru. We are all at the elevator and we're like, where's Jace? We look out the front. This is genuinely 15 seconds after the second gunshot. He's having a dart out on <laughs> oh, the street. Jace. I think he lit it off the smouldering bullet. He was out there that quick. He was out on the street. He was 100 metres away. All you could see was the, the flame, you know, the, the ember of the oh, cigarette. No. Just, and he's, he said, oh, I knew it. I heard the car going off. They're not going to come back. We were right. It's like, Jace. So it was no one was hurt. No, well, a couple of people got some shrapnel wounds to their legs, um, but no one was seriously hurt. Right. So um, we can laugh about it and talk about it, but it was it was pretty scary. Scary, yeah, at the time. Oaf. The old Heidelberg eater. Mm. <laughs> he <laughs> just walked straight out the front, and then he would have got in and got well, a couple of kebabs. the kebab shop <laughs> didn't shut. It didn't oh, it? Did not shut. Had to have shut. shut. Jolsey went and got a couple of slices of pizza a couple of hours later. Oh, it, 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 it didn't show. How many, how many pieces? 
two, <laughs> four, one, dozen. No, but it, yeah, a couple wow. of gunshots. It was pretty crazy, and I think it's very Triple M cricket for us to be involved in a shooting. To I be agree. Fair. Mm. Not involved. We weren't. No, 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 no not involved. No, no, just no, part no, of the drive-by yeah. shooting. Yeah, yeah. and a shotgun. Yeah. Wow. Shotgun. Ridiculous. Righto. So. Scary. Yeah. Scary for everyone. But not like Gus called himself a saviour because he took two randoms to his hotel room. Oh, He gave him a 12 from his minibar. A 12? (laughs) Two blokes he'd never met before. Yeah. Yeah. Geez, that 12 was lucky to survive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's of great interest to me that Jace, our man, Mm, who does our tech stuff all the way through the footy season, does a great job, was the one that was prepared to walk out and face the music. Good on him. Never misses an opportunity to light up the soul. Jace. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. And we get some things wrong. We d- well, you get things oh. wrong. <laughs> deal or no deal returns to Australian TV yes. tonight from 6pm on 10 and 10 playing the host. Grant Denyer joins us. Look what's coming to 6pm weeknights. Look at the deal or no deal. The show where someone could be walking out of here with $100,000. It just sounds so good coming off your lips. It does. $100,000. Thank you. Is it in sight? Why don't we find out? You know what? It's deal time. Deal or no deal? Deal or no deal on Tenon Ten Play. in the house. Welcome to you. Hello, mate. How are you, boys? Grant, not Grant. When you're educated properly, it's Grant. (laughs) It's Grant. (laughs) Twenty-five thousand people applied to be on this show. How do you know that? We get all the info. Secret information. One of them was my son. He was a partner. Right. A, a mate, and uh, he went for it, and Oscar was up in the crowd. But and? Well, he hasn't said anything. So, right. so he's not in the sign a contract, right? Or maybe he doesn't want, want you to know that he's won $100,000 because exactly. he doesn't want you to take a slice of it. Or if they don't go on here, they don't get paid, do they? That is true, mm. although I've never seen that happen. I think that's a clause. The, I reckon the only time that will ever get used is if, say, you record an episode with someone yes. and before it goes on air, perhaps yeah. you've committed a misdemeanor or, mm. or there's a charge right. against Which you. could happen. Then we would, <laughs> <laughs> we'd remove that episode because that might be, you know, inappropriate. Yes. So the old saying, once a game show host, always a game show host because you've had a crack at a few things. Yeah. Someone did the tally the other day and they reckon it was six. Six. Which I was shocked to learn because I only remember about three. Uh, yeah, exactly. Australia's but, Got Talent, Family Feud, Dancing with the Stars. Family Feud, I like Family Feud. You like Family Feud. <laughs> you like that one, Bill. It's good yeah. Pretty one, simple concept. But he's done the weather, oh, yeah, made yeah. his reality shows. He's Gold driven Logie a winner. Gee, where is the Logie? Where's that gold Logie? That's, um, it's just glued to the bonnet of my car. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, just inconspicuous luck. You know the you know the Prime Minister's got flags on the front yeah, of his? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, no, God, Logie. You? you might as well. No, I wouldn't do that. Imagine, I, I live in a little small country town called uh, Bathurst in regional New South Wales, and um, I, I, I'd i be beaten up for that. If Would you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, there's no, yeah, you don't want to be famous in Bathurst. They don't, I'm I'm just one of the locals, and if, oh, I, if I looked like I was, you know, getting ahead of myself or my head was bigger. Bring you back to. Right, right back to. Do down. you go up like now and hide slabs in the ground up there on the hill like <laughs> everyone else on the local zoo waiting for Bathurst? One of my first gigs in television was, I was, uh, I was pit lane reporter for, yes. for V8 supercars <laughs> and they sent me to the top of the mountain in the back end of the bad years Ooh, yeah. and I went up there and I saw the dudes digging it out from under the oh, ground oh, right oh. so I, I knew this was legit happening and yeah. plus I got family who live there so they know people who were taking excavators up <laughs> yeah, to yeah, dig yeah, the yeah, right. for the event so it's legit and then I remember being on the top of the mountain I was there I was commentating from the top of the mountain for qualifying on the sa- 
Saturday and I had to have six riot police get me out of there. Right. Because just the pack just surrounded Ooh. me. <laughs> and I don't know if you've looked at me. I, I, not a lot of fighter in here. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? I, I'd, like pretty I'd, face. I'd actually have a go at you. Yeah. <laughs> Jim would have a go. Look at him. I would not. I've got too much respect. Now, speaking of Bathurst, I did a panel before this Adelaide Test match. Greg Blewett, myself, and Travis Head. He just likes to drop some Anyway, so we're chatting away. I'm only saying this because at the panel, this little kid gets walked up at the end of the Q&A, and he's about 10. It was great. He's bigger than Greg. Can I have an autograph? He said to me, I said, what are you doing, mate? He said, oh, my hero's Travis Head. I'd I'd love to have a photo with him. And I said, oh, yeah, no worries. I said, where are you from? He said, Bathurst. I said, what, where they have the car race? He said, yep. I've driven from here, from Bathurst to here, in the hope that I would be able to have a photo with Travis Head. I said to him, you know, there's a test in Sydney. (laughs) 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 Two and a half days this kid drove forward with his mum. I couldn't believe it. Did you pull off the photo for him? He was a ripper kid, actually. (laughs) Just to meet Travis Head. Empty. Empty. Could not believe it. So is that where your love of uh, car, it must be the car racing thing then for you? Oh, we're a farming family. So we've we've been on the same farm for 114 years now. So I'm fifth generation. So it was... It was really from driving a ute at seven. I was doing shifts on the tractor at 12. And you just get like a love of manipulating machinery. Even though a tractor might only be plowing a field at about you know eight or nine kilometers an yeah. hour, you're still focused on perfect straight lines yeah. and perfect corners. And motor racing ends up just becoming the same thing. You're just doing it 300 kilometers an hour, right? <laughs> so it's... It's it, it came it came very much from there, and I I wasn't from a wealthy family. I I didn't have a great chance of being a race car driver, and I I literally only got into television because I thought to become a race car driver you need sponsors. How do you mm. get sponsors? And I thought if I'm on television, that's probably a really great way to get sponsors and further my motor racing career. And that was really my only you know naive way of getting into television <laughs> was to fund my motor racing so career. I know that you've just been racing a Lamborghini. Yep. Who owns that car? A rich guy. <laughs> a very rich guy. The best race cars to drive are someone else's. <laughs> because you don't want that risk, right? You're talking about, uh, I don't know, if have you ever driven around Mount Panorama? Because it's like no. a normal road Monday to Friday. It's open at 60 kilometres an hour. Is it? It's and you go through the, yep, the whole track. Chicanes or that? It's frightening across the top. So wow. we'll, you know, we'll be doing 230 kilometres around blind, cresty corners and then just descending over the top of the mountain. It's The commitment is so big that if you have an accident around Mount Panorama mm. in a Lamborghini, it's like an aeroplane crash. Yeah, it's, right. You can't have a small one there. No. It, yeah. Mm. So Dave Reynolds, great friend of ours, yeah. great friend of the show. Good fella, isn't he? Great fella. He's different. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's different. He only wins at Bathurst. Like the hardest track in Australia yeah. to drive at is where he drives really well. And then you get these really flat, simple <laughs> ones and he comes 10th. It's because, have you seen him? He's ADHD, right? So yeah, yeah. the only reason he does well at Bathurst is because he gets bored at every other track. <laughs> yeah, and Bathurst, is, the commitment is so high, it holds his attention. And you're right, there's something with with him, he just he just, he just pulls it out. It's, it's like a gladiator's track. It, it's You have to override your brain's strong sense of self-preservation. If you can turn that switch off, then drivers can pull something out that no other driver can do around there. And he's one of those. He's a freak. Now, deal or no deal, it's on tonight. You better get 
Better get ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now, tell us, the models, are they still coming out with the cases and they have a wig on? <laughs> we have decided that perhaps in 2024, I didn't want the backlash <laughs> of bringing the dealers back. Because oh. I had a feeling that, oh, you that's know. That's what I was going to watch we're, for. We're targets these days. You know, yes, you, I know. You know what I it's know. like. Yes, we do know what it's like. And I know that it was a big tradition. Because Deal or No Deal, what did it run for about 11 years, yeah. I think, on the telly back in the day? Finished about 2012. And yep. the dealers were a big part of it. Yes. But now the audience holds the cases. So when your boy comes in yeah. and he doesn't get called up to play, yeah. he can still at least for one of the games, hold the cases oh. and do their show what's inside and take a guess at what's in there for uh, 250 bucks. Right. So no wigs. And no ladies no. is the, uh, is <laughs> right, the answer. Oh, Not right. no ladies, but no models. And who do you uh, you look up to? Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Bang. At> <laughs> <five>. <laughs> but as a game show host, because uh, who do we have in? Glenn Ridge. He's one of the uh, one of our favourites. Baby John Burgess. Oh, Baby John. Baby John. Baby John. Uh, who else have I got here? Um, Ugly Dave Gray. Yes. Let's go back. A Tony Barber. Yeah, Ugly Dave Gray. Some well, great names, haven't That's they? a show that's worth bringing back. What, what was that called? That Blankety, was a, Blanks. Blankety Blanks. <laughs> or maybe you couldn't get away with this. Dave walked into the bedroom and blank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine trying to do no, that no, now? Yeah, I know. It'd be fun. Actually, it might be all right. It'd be the shortest run television <laughs> show in history. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think I didn't have much confidence growing up. Um, I didn't have much self-worth. So when I kicked off in television, I was I kind of... To try and cut through and make a career, I sort of made myself like I made myself a bit like you know Larry Emder, a bit yeah, like, like Roy McManus, maybe a little bit of Daryl Summers, maybe a bit of Bert, and I kind of just was like a piece of all of them in in one. So it's only in the last sort of few years that I've kind of found the confidence to sort of do my own yeah. thing and be my own guy. But yeah, there I got a phone call from Larry Emder last night. Who um, there's something going on there with you two, isn't there? Well, he he hopes my show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> is what he wanted to say. Yeah, exactly. He's got the number one. He's Australia's number one game show. So um, I'm ready to punch that crown off him, Good, off yeah. his smug little face. Yeah, come oh, on, Lazarus. The, uh, uh, now, how long do these shows take to record? We do five a day. Ooh, so that's so, a long day. Yeah, yeah. We do 15 in 72 hours. Call time? Seven. Oh, Make up. I get out of there at seven. Make up. No, oh, mate, two seconds. Oh, <laughs> have a look at it. What a canvas. <laughs> a quaff. I, get, I literally take my helmet off and my hair is still the same shape. I don't know how after all these years, but it's, it, but it's a good thing. No, we're looking forward to it. So tonight on Channel 10 or 10 Play, Rabsy, where That's can it. we see it? Deal or no deal, like you just said, Grant. premieres tonight, 6 p.m. on it. 10 and 10 Play with Grant Denyer, Bill. 100,000 on the line. Yeah. yeah. And, and grand. Easy to get to. And that's the thing. And you don't need to watch the news. You know, and the news is pretty grim these days. And if you've got little kids and <laughs> yeah. you want to watch something that's mm. maybe not all the death and destruction, where that little, island, oh, little place you can go to a family at six show. Yeah. Family. Yeah. I like it. Bill shattered. Yes. <laughs> the the dealettes or whatever they call it. Oh. anymore. Look at him. He hasn't recovered from that bit. Have a look at him. He's devoted. Flat as a biscuit. No wigs. I like the wigs. They all had a black wig on. You can dress up and come over to your place if you like. Maybe play before. a bit of play a bit of one on one deal or no deal. Oh my God. Uh, anyway. On that cheery note, great seeing you, mate. You don't need luck with this show, yes. but I'm sure it'll yeah. go brilliant. Only legends. Grant yeah. Daniel on the rush hour. Deal or no deal premieres tonight, six PM on ten and ten play. Do you want to watch Billy's joke? You didn't that, need the that, prop. That's a, a visual prop <laughs> to a horrifically bad joke. Just follow Triple M Rush Hour on Instagram and you can see Billy's joke every day. 
Daisy Thomas tomorrow, oh. wedding Friday. Friday, Jim. Yes. Big long drive too. Oh, Ararat or somewhere. In the country. Oh, well, mm. Thank you, Bill. That yes. narrows it down. Well, up well at least there. you're not going to give away the venue like you did with mine. <laughs> Not only the wedding venue, also <laughs> the, the recovery venue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, every man and their dog who owns a camera in Perth turned up. Uh, no, looking forward to that. Yes. That'll be very nice. Uh, you know Bill and I are sharing an Airbnb. I can't get me in around Neither can I, no. actually. No. The, the same bed? Hopefully not. Are you bringing him? Yeah. Oh, good. That's all right. Well, Yui's going as well. So we're going to have. Oh, we're going to be at the cricket in Sydney. Yes. Yui's going too. Gonna no, have Melbourne. Any, it's in Melbourne. In, is it in Melbourne? Mm. We're going to have any involved. staff at that or not? No. No. Right. <laughs> Yui got invited. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Data. He wanted to call You know, uh, we were talking earlier about the uh, rain of bullets up in Brisbane yeah. Yeah, for these lot. Oh, no. Well, uh, uh, fat. Mm. Around the test matches, we have had an entourage of. <laughs> Off-air stuff. Yes. You, you would not I, believe how many people it takes to put a radio cricket broadcast away. Hangers on. There's like 12 of them. <laughs> Hangers on. And they just come from, they go from one place now, to the next, and I'll tell you what they do. Drink. After, oh, my God. And eat. After hours, they get their eye in. <laughs> they're all young punks. Yes. And they turn up the next day, and their eyes are hanging out. Yes. So, Bill, the Brisbane test was the last one. Oh. And the, the the last night before they all flew home mm-hmm. at the front of their hotel, yes. drive-by. I know. So I said to them, I mean, we've already covered off the details. Yeah. I said to them, the way you lot have been carrying on, yep. I'm not surprised that in the end someone took a shot at you. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, how badly behaved they've been. Drew. Oh, Fruby. Fru. Fru. Oh, yeah. not Fru. Drew. Fru. Ethan. Jasper out there. Oh. He's bloody been half a part yeah. of it. Yes. Beersy. Yes. Who else have we what had? What are you all doing up there, I ask? That's a good question. Yeah. Rabbits. Yeah. Can't you do Dewey. it from here? No. Big Jace. With darts. Big Jace. Like, they're fat. There's hundreds of them. And <laughs> as soon as the day's play finishes, they are straight to the bar <laughs> and the nick they come in in. He has a dart, oh my but he God. walks a lap, so he thinks it's, that's yeah, that, okay. That gets rid of the dart. <laughs> so I'm not surprised in the end that someone said enough of these yeah, blokes exactly. and pumped Just some bloody shells at them. Pity they missed. <laughs> Now, yes. a, a joke, because yes. uh, birthday yesterday for you yes. and Big Sauce. And Big Sauce. So, yeah. birthday mm. joke. All right. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> End the day with a laugh. Um, I have a joke. This is Billy's joke. Interesting one. This one sent through to me. Oh. As soon as you hear sent through to me, he's distancing Passing himself the blame. from yeah. it. Yeah. Well, we got a new bike, PR bike out there. Right. Friends of... <laughs> In 2020, <laughs> who started making Victoria bitter? Who? Daniel Andrews. Oh! <laughs> not, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. He, he was working for us. <laughs> <laughs> he just told us before the show, Jim. Yeah, and you had that joke in the chamber. Well, it's the only one I had. All right. Yeah. It's the only bullet. Oh, not bad. Oh, no. Is that four? Four for four. <laughs> You know you'll get no argument from me. No, I know. It's always going to be fun. Every day this week, and Jim will go, oh, good one, Pat, good one. The traffic down Bayside, the sewerage. Oh, good show for a Monday. Not bad one. I was good. You two better smarten up. That's what's most important. Beers. We had a case last week. As best we can tell, the dinner party started with one case. By the end of the dinner party, almost everybody at the dinner party had a case of beers. Beers. We'll simply take this seriously rapidly. Get on the beers. That's your civic duty. That's what's most important. And that's what must be done. Oh, Rappi! Oh, look at Rappi! Get on the beer.